wonderful morning once again welcome to another live session of the potter's gate online broadcast my name is isaiah phillips Ekintola. i hope you had a wonderful night rest well this morning we are going to continue to flow in the direction and the leading of the spirit even as we deal with some of the things the father has reminded us in time past as we journey in the place of prayer but before we go into the word we're going to look into this morning even in the place of prayer thank you so much man of god nice to have you this morning all right thank you so much thank you thank you man of god all right before we go further this morning we are going to pray we're going to pray we're going to just seek the face of god to give us direction and to give us uh, the the anointing that will allow us to be able to flow in the full reality of his intention even as we continue to engage in the place of prayer and intercession remember the prayer and intercession is the bulwark is the foundation is a framework of that way defines our life and our journey in the things of the spirit so this is not just some ceremonial devotional thing to us this is beyond just you know some um, you know uh, verbalization or declarations of words this is the very you know foundation and, and and capacity that defines the movement of our life from where we are to the place the father wants us to be and that's why we have you know build the concept of prayer and intercession around the the, the 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 realities of our existence and the furtherance of the advancement of the purpose on the kingdom of god on earth let's pray father we thank you once again for your spirit that has enabled us to be here and to be gathered and to receive even of that which your spirit yes is declaring and demanding of us in this brand new day we thank you father that you you've continued to show us the path and the way to follow in the in the newness of your spirit in the unveilings of your mandate for this beautiful glorious day though it's getting dark out there but you are illuminating our hearts and we thank you god that your prophetic word that has gone ahead of us is guiding and leading us he said we must arise and shine for our light has come in the midst of darkness you said the glory your glory has risen upon us Father, we track the full reality, the full life and power, the authority, the governmental proclamation that is in this word. We track it this morning and we receive in the name of Jesus all the very resource, grace, nourishment, anointing, capacity, strength. Yes, that we need, oh God, to become that company of men and women who are arising, oh God, who are breaking forth into a new day. Lord, even as we reach the end oh god of the year 20 2019 and we begin to press into the opening of a new of a new calendar year father 2020 we pray oh god that your spirit will continue to lead us and guide us father for we know lord that our life yes is bound in the reality of your kairos and we live in that moment oh god where as we hear we respond thank you once again that as you take us further into yes what you want us to be and to become and represent in your in your in your desire in the earth we thank you lord that this prophetic mandate will become a reality we are not afraid we are of the tribe of judah you've given us grace and strength you've given us you've positioned us oh god yes at that at that 
position where we can stand up, O oh God, from the position of the rising of the sun. We dwell in the east gate, O oh God, and we rise up, O oh God, from, yes, the position of the rising of the sun. We are, we are, we are positioned to lead the people to the place of your good pleasure. We said, yes, Judah must rise first. As the sun arise, Judah must rise first. And Father, as we rise up this morning, as we see the sun rise before us, and as we take our place, O oh God, in the position of the east, O oh God, we declare this morning that you shall be glorified, you shall be exalted. He said, men beheld his star from the east, and they began to journey, yes, towards Jerusalem. Father, we thank you that we have seen the star, and we have arisen this morning because the knowledge of that glory, that star is leading us to the place of the breaking of a new day. We bless your name this morning, that our eyes can see these things, that our ears can hear these things, that we are not limited in sight, oh God, that our ears cannot can can hear and, and and adjust to the frequency of your speaking we thank you lord that as you continue to instruct us and give us an instructed tongue oh god that we may know how to speak to the weary father that this morning father our heart desire will be strength to the weary yes grace to the weary and if there's any area in our own personal life that we've been weary that we've been weak oh god that the enemy oh god has taken advantage of our state of weariness because we can we can see and we feel we know that there are days, there are times, there are seasons where we feel tired. Elijah felt tired. He got weary and he ran. Father, we thank you that we learn, oh God, from this great general that have gone ahead of us. An elder at the gate, yes, who is still at the position of the cloud this day witnessing and sharing with us and showing us how to journey yes you said moses and elijah appeared yes on the mountain mountain of transfiguration and they spoke to jesus of his departure they gave him strategy they showed him how to navigate yes the dark days how to how to go through the cross and come to the place of ascension father we thank you this morning that we receive in the name of jesus what elijah yes received in the name of jesus we receive capacity what moses received and we declare this morning corporately that we are going through the press he said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. Yes, if he authored it, he will finish it. That no matter what the circumstance may be, may be revealing, may be bringing across our path in the day of journeying towards the finish, we say in Jesus' name that our eyes, yes, are on you. That we will go through because we have allowed ourselves to pass through Gethsemane, the place, yes, of strength. Though the outer man may perish, yet the inner man is being renewed. Jesus, we receive grace this morning. As we once again position ourselves in Gethsemane, we refuse to sleep in Gethsemane. We agree with you. We tarry with you. And we receive grace and strength. We receive capacity. We receive dynamite. We receive dunamis this morning. Grace, strength, power to continue to go forth in the name of Jesus. We declare the knowledge of your glory shall cover the earth as the water covers the sea. You will build your church. You will build your house. Your, your name, yes, will be renowned in the earth. Men and women will see and feel yes the power of your glory and your kingdom so once again we pray corporately may your kingdom come may your will be done on earth may your will be done in in us may your will be done in our city in our community may your will be done in our homes
homes, in our family. May your will be done, O oh God, in our domestic life. May your will be done in the life, O oh God, yes, in the reality of our of our relationship. We thank you this morning, O oh God, that you are God, you are strength, and we will not be afraid. Thank you, Spirit of God, that as you continue to speak to us, O oh God, our heart, Lord, will be swelled. Our heart, yes, Lord, will be enlarged. Our heart, O oh God, will receive. Our heart, O oh God, say yes. We say yes to your bidding this morning. We say may your kingdom come into every area, into every area of our life, into every sphere of our existence. May your kingdom come into every sphere of our existence. May your will be established this morning. We thank you once again. We glorify your name. We pray in Jesus' name that may your will, may your desire, may your intention, may your glory be manifest. Thank you, Spirit of God, this morning that once again you will enlighten us, you will illuminate us. You will embolden us. We will not be afraid. For you have not given to us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of soundness of mind. We receive it, Lord. We receive soundness of mind in every area of our life. We receive soundness of thought in every area of our life. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, so this morning, once again, I want to welcome everybody. If you're watching, if you're listening, uh, this morning we're going to continue to track the word of the Lord and the heart of the Father, even as we continue to press in the spirit of prayer, in the spirit of intercession, as we continue to go forth and allow the Lord to lead us to the place, amen, of the finish in 2019 and get ready for what the Spirit of God will have us, amen, unpack in 2019. 20 is a day of the unveilings of the prophetic demand and calendar of God. Amen. So we are not move and shaking or you know bound by what we see in the natural human realm why we look not to the things that we see with our physical eyes our sight amen is being calibrated is being recalibrated we are having insight into the days ahead of us as we look back and rejoice in that which the father has done and celebrate what he's doing in our life yet our eyes are on the future we are pressing into that you know realm that reality that position amen of that is called the finish we want to finish our course amen and jesus said and it is finished we must come into that position amen of finish but for us to get there amen we have to continue to you know make use of that which amen the spirit of god is revealing to us and we have to go through all the situation or circumstance whatever it is that we may have to go through amen that we have to face amen like like i always say challenges basically are there amen to to empower us to become better and the attitude we have, amen, in facing circumstances and challenges, amen, are really what enable us to become even, uh, uh, you know, people that represent, amen, the, the, the desires and the intentions of God. So the knowledge of God, amen, is being revealed to us even within our challenges, even within our, you know, uh, uh, lack and need and, and you know, Whatever it is that we may we may be facing, all right, it's all about our perspective. Perspective is what defines if we're successful or we are, you know, we are embracing the idea of, of a failure. There's no failure in our life if we allow ourselves, Amen, to to hear and to listen to the voice, to the directions of the Spirit. There is no failure in our life. Let's continue to pray. Let's continue to wait on the Lord. Bible says, "Those who wait upon the Lord, not everybody, but those who can wait upon the Lord." is a promise 
The Bible says their strength will be renewed. It's a promise. Their strength will be renewed. And the next promise is they will mount up with wings like eagle. So let's understand. Let's, let's take the word of God, amen, literally and believe, amen, the principles and the values of God. The Bible says the word of the Lord shall not return to God, amen, empty. Every word that has been spoken will produce, will bring forth, amen, after that which has been Amen. Ordained. So we believe this day that we are seeing the manifestations of God's word in our life, in our home, in our family, amen, in our city, in our nation. We are seeing the manifestation. That's why it's important that we pray. When we pray, we're in agreement with God. When we pray, we're in agreement with his prophetic intention. When we pray, we're in agreement with his desire. Amen. And we speak that agreement. We speak, we proclaim, we declare that agreement, amen. And so our prayer is very vital, amen. So, so when we come into agreement with God and His and His will and His counsel, we begin to see, we begin to reap, amen, the fruit, amen, of, of, of our declaration. The word that we speak will not return empty, it will produce, it will yield forth. And so this morning, once again, we declare this morning that there is light shining in the midst of darkness, amen. That there is light shining in the midst of darkness, that the, that the Problems that the that the that the you know you know situation that we are faced are just temporal. Yes, they are subject to change. In fact, they are changing right now. In the name of Jesus, they are changing. We are receiving in the name of Jesus new understanding, wisdom. We are receiving knowledge. We are receiving counsel. We are receiving power. We are receiving the spirit of revelation. Amen. And the fear of God. We are not judging things by what we see in the natural. Amen. We are proclaiming and declaring that change has come to our lives, to our nation, to South africa amen to the continent of africa to europe to america we proclaim it we're declaring it in asia amen yes we're proclaiming it in the name of jesus in the arab world we're proclaiming change has come amen that that that, that the light of god is penetrating every every realm every area of darkness amen that darkness does not have amen rulership amen that darkness does not have the final say the light has come that the light of god is shining in every area of human life that this day we are arising and we are breaking forth into a new day why because it is the day of the lord in the day of the lord things work in accordance to his very will and purpose and plan hallelujah so we are speaking we are proclaiming and declaring the men are coming to light amen redemption is taking place all across the earth is a day of harvest yes we're throwing we're throwing in amen the the the, the, the net of harvest amen we're putting in there hallelujah the sickle we're bringing in the harvest we're planting new new seed of righteousness amen truth and, and, and grace, amen. Things are happening all across the world, amen. We are hearing of lives that are being changed, that are being transformed. The powers of darkness are losing their hold. Chains are falling off the hands and legs of men. Eyes are being opened to see, amen. Men are coming in trunk, amen, to, to the glory, to the knowledge of the glory of God. It's a brand new day. It's a day of the Lord. The day of man is ending. We are stepping into the day of the Lord. We're stepping into the seventh day. We're coming into the day, hallelujah, of the ascended reality of those that have been apprehended to proclaim and to declare the knowledge of the glory of God. The knowledge of the glory of God is covering every facet, amen, of our life, of our homes, of our family, amen. We are not weak we are not bound amen we, we have been set free if the sun set us free we are free indeed so this is a day where we are rising amen from every form of weakness we've been dealing with that for 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 a few days right now we've been talking about amen 
ministering to the weary yes there will be times there will be seasons where we feel weary we feel tired we see that through the scripture amen but we also see a comeback we see a comeback and this is a day where we are coming back where we're taking our position we're not depending on our own strength on our own wisdom we're not depending on the ideologies and 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 the system of this world of this world in fact the system is collapsing we can see all around us amen the system of this world is collapsing the ideology amen of leadership of how to build of governance is collapsing Amen. Everything that man, amen, has built for himself, everything that man has ever held onto, whatever thing the man, amen, has tried to do or have done in, 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 in replacing the systems of God, the values of God are collapsing before their eyes. That's why we're speaking and we're proclaiming that they will hear the voice of God, that our leaders will hear the voice of God and turn their heart to God and turn their life to God. It's time for them to turn a new leaf because indeed the system of this world, God is shaking the foundation of many generations. God is shaking everything that can be shaken so that the things that cannot be shaken may abide. We are receiving, in fact we have received and we're still receiving the kingdom that cannot be shaken. And therefore we can speak with boldness this morning that God, our Father, the early on, Amen. The ancients of days himself, amen, is, is within us. In our midst, we are not afraid. We are advancing in the midst of the collapse of the systems of the world. Amen. As we see the idols of men collapse, amen, we raise a cry. We raise a voice, amen, of the rulership of Christ. He reigns. No matter what is done to us, to our flesh, we will not bow the knees. We continue to proclaim and declare, amen, and elevate the values of the kingdom. The kingdom of God has come, is coming. So repent, repent, repent. Align your heart. Trust in him. Let's pray. Let's pray the will of God. Let's pray the word of God. Let's spread the intentions of God into our life. Our life is covered. We are under, hallelujah, the canopy of God. We are under the canopy of God. He who dwells in the secret place of the most I shall abide. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We will say of the Lord, he's our refuge, he's our fortress, our God. In him we put our trust. Our trust is not in chariots. Our trust is not in the legs of men. Our trust is not in some organization. Our trust is not in some ideology. Our trust is not some human philosophy. Our trust is not in trying to gather all the religions of the world and bring them together all right, to have some so-called you know, pseudo-peace. No, our trust is in the name of the Lord. Our trust is in the name of the Lord. And we believe, amen, that our God is coming. He's, he's our savior. He's our redeemer. So this morning, once again, let's continue all right, to, 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 to pray and to seek the heart of God. Now, one of the things that the Spirit of the Lord draw, to our, draw attention to early, early this year, remember we're looking at some of the things the Spirit of God amen, has shared with us and has brought us you know, to look into from the beginning of the year. And so this morning I'm going to look, be looking at one other scripture that all right, uh, uh, was brought to our attention, in fact, early, early this year. And uh, we're going to look at that. There are two, two scriptures, one in Micah, the other one is in Exodus. I guess I should start with Exodus. All right? When we read scripture, particularly in the place of prayer, it gives us you know, that energy, that spiritual momentum, that you know, uh, 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 framework and capacity to be able to pray effectively. Thank you so much, my dear brother, this morning for connecting once again. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right? So we, we, we're going to look at the scripture and we're going to, you know, go back to one of the things the Lord said to us. I, I will assume January, February, March. I will assume between March, yes, between February and March is when God gave us this word. 
if I'm not mistaken, I actually think is March. Thank you so much, man of God. Amen, Pastor Ekin. Thank you for connecting this morning. All right. We are still tracking, amen, uh, some of the things this Father, amen, shared with us this um, the, um, the, in the beginning of the year. We're looking at that. So what we're doing, we're doing some review. And in that review, we're trying to, re, you know, uh, re rediscover some of the things the Lord, you know, I've shared with us, I've said to us, because those words, amen, carry life, they carry power. Right, we don't joke with the things the Father has, you know, given to us and has revealed to us. So we're going back to some of those things to 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 try to remind ourselves again. You know, Peter said, he said, I know you know these things, but I will not be negligent, amen, in in reminding you so that you can be established in the present truth. All right, present truth does not mean that that which the Father is speaking now, 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 now. All right, present truth can start, amen, some two thousand years ago. It means that word is relevant. It means that truth, amen, is relevant. And if you connect to the spirit of that which God said or told you, amen, particularly that which you have not even seen the full reality, the full manifestation of it, if you connect with it in the spirit, amen, of obedience, in the spirit of that which the Lord is proclaiming and doing in the now, hallelujah, you will connect to something that will advance you further, amen, into that which, amen, the spirit of God, amen, is leading you into. So the word of God, amen, is, is not old. The word of God is ageless. Amen. So when we talk about present truth, we're not just talking about your, uh, what, what God is speaking now to us. The, you know, revelation amen, comes in, in flow of seasons. That doesn't mean that what the Lord said 2,000 years ago or, you know, 100 years ago is not relevant. That's why we read scripture and that's why we read history. That's why we read people, all right? And we still track and find, amen, in them a voice of God that is relating to what, amen, we need to do in, in our day and today, all right? So, so let's go back to some of these things, amen. The Bible says, you know, a, 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 a wise, a wise, a wise teacher, a wise scribe, amen. He, he knows how to get things from the old and the new he knows how to combine from the old and the new that's 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 a spirit of wisdom when we get to that position in our walk with god where we can look back to some of the things of father have, have said to us and and track them and connect that to that which is saying in the now it allow us to receive grace capacity and strength amen and give us vision to move further amen in alignment to that which amen he's taking us into so that's what we're trying to do all right so we're going to go back to exodus amen exodus is the is the book amen where we begin to track how the lord led his people out of bondage out of out of out of you know trial out of famine out of need out of slavery out of servitude amen exodus is a powerful material that we need to study we need to look into again if we want to advance amen from a position to the next realm amen of, of, of god's prophetic declaration and intentions we need to go to exodus and find some principles and and, and concepts there they are all there they're all there. Each of the book, amen, speak to us about God's prophetic dealings and 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 and, and intentions for our life. Okay, so so we want to go back to Exodus 15. All right, we go to, back to Exodus 15, where we want to actually look at is Exodus 15:27. But before we get to 27, I would I think I should start from 22 because it will give you a kind of you know, a, a context to how we connect to the idea of, you know, bring God, bringing us to Elam. All right. Before we got to, before we got to, before God brought us to Elam. All right. When, 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 when the spirit of the Lord brought the people of God out of bondage, out of the land of Pharaoh, out of the land of e e Egypt, the Bible says it led them through all kinds of journey. 
all right and and before he brought them to a certain place there are things that you know we need to uh, kind of understand so we can appreciate what god did every 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 position every junction all right every location every you know uh, uh, yes every location the lord brings us people amen speaks a prophetic amen uh, 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 you know dealing speaks about something fresh something new something real something you know it, it speaks about a lesson that amen can be learned all right because our walk with god is about learning something we are unlearning what we have you know uh, uh, we have learned in egypt amen we are unlearning the things that the world system have built in us and we're learning to become more amen like sons of obedience we're learning to become amen you know children of god the bible says god led them through the wilderness amen the whole plan was to bring egypt out of them all right, we, 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 we've been told several times that a journey that was supposed to take, you know, few, few days, few weeks, amen, you know, led them through 40 years in the wilderness because the things the Lord, amen, wanted to teach them, they didn't learn those things. All right. And so we also want to, you know, borrow pattern. All right. And, and, and learn from their disobedience. Yes, we can learn from their disobedience. So if the Lord said, these are the things I need you to do, these are the things I need you to, you know, to, to, to act on and you don't do it, you elongate, amen, your process, amen, of, 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 you know, of transition. And we don't want to, amen. We want to cut short in righteousness. We want to be able to finish, amen, that which the Father has committed into our hands. And even in prayer, all right, when we pray in disobedience, amen, we elongate the the, 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 the seasons of, of, of the answer of that prayer when we when we when we live our life amen in our own sensual carnal you know you know belief system all right and, and we try to be spiritual amen we we only defy amen the, 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 the move of God the, the intentions of God in our life or even in a nation you know I was thinking about this you know uh, uh, yesterday you know talking about the nation I mean, in a situation where, you know, there is so much, you know, corruption and injustice in, in a nation. And then you also see, you know, the economy knows diving, things are not happening. All right. And, and, and then you also see the idea of justice. All right. Being, 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 being established, the concept of justice being established, but that justice, amen, just justice system, excuse me, amen, is weak, has not been able to prosecute, has not been able to, you know, imprison anyone to, to, to give, to, to send a signal to you know to send a signal of wait a minute we're not joking here now in, in such a situation what you're gonna have amen is a continual collapse because there's something that justice does amen to to to, to the response system of society when 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 evil thrives and you are able to you know to to lay hold of that evil and bring that evil to judgment it allows everybody amen to readjust it allows people amen to do what is right but when there is injustice and 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 the power that be the authority that be are, are not able amen to bring that injustice amen to you know to justice they are not able to clamp them they are not able to speak in other words they are just backing but they cannot bite all right now when you do that it, it it emboldens the powers of darkness amen and those who feel they're in charge of the economy or even in the state of the nation to continue to perpetuate wickedness now that was that is what we're seeing in africa that's as much as amen is all across the globe it's prevalent in africa like that's what we're seeing today in south africa that's what we're seeing in nigeria and so many other places so there's no way we can talk about economic development economic growth and talk about moving into the future without putting amen a system a justice system that works that 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 is swift all right that is that is that is powerful now if you don't have that 
Nothing is going to happen because people can get away with all kinds of things. People can embezzle money. People can, you know, you know, sell things that, that, that doesn't belong to them. They can do all kinds of things all right, and feel they can get away with it. So that's just by the way. But that is something because we're talking about prayer and intercession here. It's important that when we, when we pray, we pray the right prayer. All right? Now, what kind of a prayer are we supposed to be praying in a situation where you're seeing blunted injustice, wickedness, corruption all right, in, in, in the government? I'm talking about systemic corruption. In a, in a day where all right, those in government think they can in fact do anything and get away with it. In a situation where even the justice system is afraid of the politician. Now what do you do? How do you pray in such a situation? No, you pray the judgment of God amen, on the justice system. All right? Because that justice system amen, needs to be revamped, needs, in fact needs to be changed, needs to be overhauled. And to do that sometimes we need to ask the Lord amen, to bring judgment on those amen, who think that they have the authority, they have the final say, that, 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 that the box stop with them, that they are not, that they are the one that define and determine how, how the nation works. Now, you see, you see, that's why we keep saying that the, that the idea of democracy and this concept, you know, men call, you know, uh, uh, politics is failing because that thing has no power to self-govern itself. That thing has no power to put a man. Even in America, we see what is going on. So that, and that's why we do not put our trust in, in the system of men because that thing is just too weak. It cannot control, it cannot, it cannot regulate itself. And that's why we're praying, amen, that God will intervene on behalf of this nation, South Africa. God will intervene on behalf of, you know, Nigeria and Ghana and all these, you know, our, our nations today that, 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 that the people are seeking and believing, amen, for freedom. We need it. We want it. And that's what the word of God is all about, amen. God brought judgment to a whole nation, to a whole system called Egypt, amen. God brought judgment to a whole, uh, uh, you know, empire called Egypt. God, God brought judgment to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said, who is that God? God. Who is that God that I should listen to to let the people go? All across the world, amen, people are crying for freedom. They want freedom. China is, is clamping down on religious freedom. I mean, you've seen in America, amen, how Jezebel and the globalist movement are rising up, clamping down on the church, clamping down on Christianity. We've seen it. Come on, friends. We seen out there imposing all kinds of strange, foreign, ungodly values on us here in South Africa, and it's it's all over. It's all over. It's like the world system; they're just losing it. Yes, they're losing it because they don't know what to do. You know, in the days of the coming of the kingdom of God, all kinds of things, Amen, will, will begin to happen, and we need to have a clear understanding of what the Lord is doing in the midst of all this. And that's why we've got to raise our voice. We have to be, Amen, a voice, Amen, for the people, and we have to speak on behalf of the people. We have to cry out to God, Amen. And we're not going to go out there and start doing toy toy, and you know, you know, start, you know, no, no amount of you know uh, 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 advocacy you want to do this people are not going to listen I said we raise a voice and raise a cry to the Lord and let the God of heaven come and save us and he will save us friends he will save us we're not alone and when he saves us, he will raise people, amen, who will be used as saviors. He will raise a Moses, come on. He will raise a Joshua. He will raise a, in a Daniel. He will raise for himself, amen, a, you know, a Joseph. Yes, we are believing God that these are the things that we want to see manifest. It's time, amen, for the Moses to begin to come out. The Bible says Moses awoke after 40 years. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So all those that the father has planted within the system, let God begin to awaken their heart and let them begin 
begin to turn against the system and say, no, this is not going to happen. We are not going to allow this thing again. We believe in the Lord. There is time, amen, for, you know, for a Joshua, for, you know, for a Joseph to awake, amen, from the prison, amen, and begin to give clarity and direction, amen, to the, to the dreams of Pharaoh. We believe in God, earlier for a Joshua who has been trained under the leadership, under the military leadership, amen. Remember, friends, our battle is not flesh and blood. But we believe in God for the capacity of a spiritual military spirit. Amen. For a Joshua to arise, hallelujah, and take over and lead a people to the place of rest. We want to bring the people to the stream. Hallelujah. We want to bring them to the place called Elim. Elim. So the Spirit of God is speaking to us and this is how we track, amen, the spirit of intercession. The spirit of intercession is, is interceding and intercepting. Hallelujah. It's intervening. That's what, that's what amen, intercession is. When we pray, amen, we, we, we intercede. We intercept. Hallelujah. We intervene. Hallelujah. We, we, we stand. We go on behalf of the people. It's called the priesthood. Hallelujah. Of, 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 of the third day. Yes. It's a priesthood. It's a ministry that stands, that goes on behalf of the people. Yes. We have boldness to come before God. Amen. And receive grace and help even in times of need. We're crying out to the Lord. Amen. To the Lord of Sabor. To the Lord of Hadith. Amen. To bring the people to judgment. Friends, in the day of harvest, it's not just about gathering. It's also about judgment too. So we're, we're stepping into that season. Amen. And, and we're asking the Lord, God, send forth, amen, your angels, the harvesters, to bring judgment on that to which, amen, has negated values and the standard. Listen, friends, the earth belongs to God. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, including the people that dwells in it. So we, we refuse, we resist every form of injustice, be it economic injustice, amen, be it political injustice, amen, be it religious injustice, whatever, whatever anyone is doing, whatever any system is doing, amen, that is perpetuating injustice out there, we resist them in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare in Jesus' name, Pharaoh, let the people go. Let the people of God go in the name of Jesus from China. Let them go in the name of Jesus. Amen. From America, let them go. Amen. From the Pacific Island, let them go in the name of Jesus. Yes, from the Caribbeans, in the name of Jesus, let them go in the name of Jesus to, to the continent of Africa. Let them go in the name of Jesus. We declare no politicians, amen, will gather themselves and define and determine the destiny of the people. No, we scatter them in their covens in the name of Jesus. Whatever power they have, whatever authority they, they think they have, whatever they've connected to, amen, resourcing them in the name of Jesus, we send confusion to their camp and we declare this is a day of liberation, it's a day of freedom, it's a day, hallelujah, of liberty. For this reason, the Son of God was made manifest that he may destroy the works of the enemy. We destroy the works of darkness over our nation, over our continent. In the name of Jesus, we proclaim that as we begin to step into 2020, we begin to see new order of leadership in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, you would judge them, yes, in their hindings, in their, in their position of darkness. We declare that Saul will no longer have a voice in the land. We refuse the authority and the position of, lead, of the leadership of Saul in the name of Jesus. We declare Pharaoh will no longer have a place in Jesus' name. Ahab will no longer have a place. Jezebel, you no longer have a place over the destiny of our people. It's time for freedom. It's time for divine expression. It's time for liberty. It's time for advancement. Hallelujah. That's just some proclamation that I feel we need to declare. Amen. 
So let's go to Exodus, Exodus, um, Exodus 15. The Bible says that in verse 22, then Moses led the Israel from the Red Sea and they went into the desert of Shaw. These are the journeys. Now when God brings up, bring up, bring us out of bondage, amen, it's not going to be a free ride. We have to go through certain process. We have to go through certain, you know, uh, you know, realities, certain dimensions that we need to be prepared for. We need to, you see, these people have gone ahead of us. So we, we have the, we have the advantage amen, of, of hindsight. We track Moses. And as we track Moses, we see the leadership of Moses leading the people through the Red Sea. When God brings us out of the out of the land of bondage, Egypt, it takes us through a Red Sea. The Bible says the Moses, I'm reading Exodus, you know, 22 verse, uh, uh, excuse me, Exodus 15 verse 22. The point where we're going is actually 27, but I just need to give you a kind of a, you know, a, a bad, background of how we got to Elim. The Bible says the Moses led the let Israel from the Red Sea and they went into the desert of Shaw, amen, for three days. They travel in the desert without water. Alright, we looked at this scripture way back in, in March, February, March, I think. Looked at this scripture. So God brought them. This is God's concept because you see, God is bringing us to a place, amen, called the promised land. It's bringing us you know, into a place, amen, that he has ordained for us. But guess what? That place is not an utopia. The place God is bringing us, God is bringing his children, it's not an utopia. No, in that promised land, there are giants there. There are Canaanites there, amen. There are Jebusites there, amen. The son of the Anakites are there, amen. The Nemphilims, you find them there. Remember, we've talked about the Nemphilims, yes, when we're dealing with Jezebel. Powerful principle. Oh, I love those teachings, all right? So, so, so where God is bringing us to is not some utopia because that's what many people have in the back of their mind. Well, God is, we're going to the promised land. Hallelujah. We're going to the king. We're going to, can, hey, in Canaan land, there are giants there. But before, amen, we get to the point of fighting giant, God wants us to learn character. He wants us to go through, amen, the concept of building values and building trust, faith, obedience, amen, all that. So that when we face the day, amen, of possessing the land of Cana, we are ready. We are not afraid. When, when they send, amen, our leaders to go spy the land and bring words. We don't want no ten coming back and say, oh, Moses, we cannot take the land. There are giants in the land. We are like grasshoppers. Hey, they've been telling you all this while that there are giants in the land and they've been preparing you. So friends, here's the word of the Lord. As we proceed to us 2020, amen, we, are, we don't have this, you know, false idea and false belief that suddenly things are just going to get more easier for us. No, we're going to develop more so that the things that look difficult, the challenges that look, you know, unsurmountable because we have received grace, because we have received capacity, because we have received, amen, an endowment, an endowment of the spirit that we can look at that mountain and they look like midget. They look like, you know, you know, grasshopper before our very eyes. They look like, you know, monster seed. Yes, that's the, that's the faith and attitude we have to believe God for. We're not asking God to just remove the problem because some problems are not just going to go. <laughs> They're just going to be there. But guess what? If your faith increases 
I mean, those guys that pray, they also said, they said, Lord, increase our faith. I mean, if our faith can increase, if our understanding of the things of God can increase, if our perspective regarding the prophetic intentions of God that says, roll down in the midst of that enemy increases, and we're believing God, hallelujah, for the kind of spiritual technology that enable us to go forth in power, to exercise, amen, dominion, amen, and execute authority, hallelujah, that, that, that we know that the, that the scepter of righteousness Righteousness has been given to us, amen, that we are kings and priests in the earth. Have you noticed that in the days of Daniel, that the elders, people who track with God, were called prince. We are prince. This is not just some prince sitting somewhere, not understanding what leadership is. We are prince when it comes to the things of the spirit. Read, track the book of Daniel. You will notice that, amen, Daniel was called a prince. Why? Because our Father, He's the God of heaven. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we carry that princely legislative authority. Every prince has got a legislative power. And our, our position of, of authority, amen, is not in the human realm. Our, our, our position as a prince and as a priest, amen, is in the realm of the Spirit. Have you noticed also that the powers that we're dealing with, they're also called prince. The prince of Persia. That's not the king sitting amen, on the throne of Persia. Amen. The prince of Greece amen, is not the physical prince sitting on the throne. No, these are the powers of darkness ruling and, 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 de and, and de defining the operating nature and character of the people in the literal Persia amen, or Greece. Now, that is the place that we are seated with. Listen to this. I am here, but my position of authority is not here. It's in the realm of the spirit. And that is what the Father will have us understand. And, and in, that con in that context of understanding, you see, we are able to go forth and begin to execute the judgment that is written. All right. So, so one of the things that the Lord is doing, even though we're a priest, even though we're a son, amen, even though we're a son, but we still need to go through, amen, what is called the principle of tutorship. Yes, though you're a son, you have to learn, amen, obedience by the things he suffers. Suffering is a part of the program of God, is a part of the spiritual curriculum that we need to go through to learn, amen, boldness, to learn courage, to learn value, to learn honor, hallelujah. Suffering allows us to know certain things, to, to develop capacity for constraint and restraint, to learn how to see things from, you know, a, a different, you know, vantage view, to see things in a situation where we are we are not captured amen by our soulish life and and passion yes yes the the the, the, the monks and the you know the the guys who are into buddhism and hinduism they they understood they understood that that strand of truth that just little strand they understand and they take that you know, to an extreme that all they're seeking for amen is to plunge themselves in a state of suffering so that all the passion and desires of this world amen, is, is taken from them. That, 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 that's no suffering. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. No man of his own self-righteousness can attain anything that brings perfection to his life. Your righteousness, the scripture says, is like a filthy rag before God. <laughs> no one attains the, the things of the spirit all right, but, 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 by saying, well, I've suffered, I've given. They say, you can even give yourself to be burnt. But if you do not have love, love is not something that you earn. Hallelujah. It's a spirit, amen, that comes into your life because God is love. Love is not just what you do, it's what you become. If you don't have love, if you don't have love, you're nothing. 
You can prophesy. You can give all your belongings. You can. You see all these good things people are doing all the across the world. Some people think they can attain. They can attain righteousness by good works. Good works is good, but good works does not give you, you know, leverage when it comes to the things of the spirit. We do good works because that's who we are. Amen. It's our nature. Amen. To to be to to love people, to be kind, to you know, to bless people. Amen. To give people food and and you know, build roads and and build schools to give people education. And it's it it's who we are. It's not a religion. It's who we are. Because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. That whosoever will believe in him. That's not a religion. That's just his nature. And so God is taking the children of Israel. Let me come back to my message. God is taking the children of Israel through certain process. Amen. To prepare them to be able to what? To engage in the day where they need to be. And they need to take possession of the promised land. Do you get this friends? That's the, that's, that's the idea. So the Bible says that Moses led them. There has to be a Moses leading us. Today we believe God for the spirit of Moses to lead us. Moses has is being is being given the, the anointing. There's something in the anointing called Moses. The anointing is, is a special endowment of the spirit of God that enables us to do what ordinary people cannot do. The anointing is a special endowment. It's a seal, is a is an authority, is, is an infusion of the spirit of Christ. In us that allow us to do things, to, to have favor, to be able to solve problems, to be able to lead people, to be able to guide people. When that anointing, hallelujah, is steered based on the call of God upon our life, amen, we do things that will wow people. That's why you cannot live your life, friends, without the anointing of God. There's an anointing to pray. When the anointing comes upon me, even me, I shiver at the things that I say. Yes, that's how I know that there's an anointing to pray upon my life. This is not just something that I wake up, I love doing. No, I know it. Because sometimes when I'm listening to my own self praying, I mean, I shed tears. Like, God, this is heavy. You need to listen. You need to watch me when I'm listening to my, you know, to some of my message. We preach on prayer. I mean, I'm screaming. I'm jumping. Lord, wow. This, yes, because that is an anointing. When an anointing falls upon you, I tell you, that the anointing takes ordinary thing and turns that thing into, you know, into supernatural things. Takes ordinary things and turns them into extraordinary things. That's an anointing. I don't know why I'm talking about this right now. We need an anointing that will allow us, amen, to, to stand out and that will separate us from the system of this world. Listen to this. We need an anointing that will allow us to confront, amen, the high-level, skillful people of the 21st century. They are very skillful people. But guess what? When you walk and function under the anointing of God, listen to this. When they look at what you did, it may look so ordinary, but when they look at what, I mean, with your own eyes may look like what have i done but when people look at it like wow you see I, that's why i know i've got an anointing amen not just to pray i mean there's several kinds of anointing upon my life i've got an anointing to write sometimes people people read my writing like what yes and you said that you you used to suffer from dyslexia yes I used to forget things. Some, I mean, I struggled growing up. Couldn't, couldn't even write my own name. Struggling growing up. Couldn't, I was struck. I could still remember. Can't remember nothing. I was struggling. But today, I've got people from all over the world amen, who are tracking our material. Why? That's an anointing. I, I know that. I know that I didn't get that in school. <laughs> because in school, I mean, I, I could almost swallow. I don't want to go to school again. 
because I couldn't just understand nothing. I could not just nothing stick. In fact, back then, I remember when I was still young, they used to call me a coconut head. You know, you know, if you if you you understand what I'm talking about, if you're watching from Nigeria, when you call somebody a coconut head, it means this person cannot function. This person cannot reason. I mean, nothing goes into this guy's head. That was what they used to call me. And I used to feel bad. All right. But guess what? The anointing of God came upon my life. I mean, things that I know I could. I, I mean, when I look at the things that I've done, I knew that I couldn't have just done this by, you know, by learning. Yes, I did learn, but guess what? I've done hundred times better. And that anointing, you can you can maintain it and you can enhance it. You can grow in it. Yes, as you pray, as you and you know, the one thing about the anointing is to first of all recognize that you've got an anointing. Secondly, is to depend on the Lord, amen, constantly to enhance the anointing, to live your life in obedience of the anointing or else, listen to this, the anointing can evaporate, you can lose the anointing hallelujah, you know, uh, uh, Samson lost the anointing, come on, even David lost the anointing, uh, uh, who again, who again has the anointing Saul, Saul, amen, when the spirit of God came upon him, they said you will be able to do what you need to do, Saul lost the anointing, amen, you see, because the anointing can make you look like invisible oh wow you, you begin to do, it's like magic. Wow. <laughs> Why am I talking about the anointing? Somebody needs to listen to this. Is it? So, so somebody needs to hear this. I guess somebody is talking, God is talking to somebody. You understand? The anointing can make you invisible. Look at many of the men of God. Pastor, can you understand this? In, in, in the early 90s, many of us who grew in the 90s ministry, I mean, the anointing brought so many things. I mean, if you look at some of the things that some of my friends have built in Nigeria, people that I know, they built massive. The anointing that made, made them look invincible. And guess what? And they, they now think, wow, they, 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 they are, they've arrived. They've become something. And they no longer maintain the anointing. They no longer pray. The anointing evaporates. And when the anointing evaporates and you can no longer walk in obedience and submit yourself in humility. Because you see, there are things that will make the anointing work. I'm not talking about anointing today. <laughs> the Lord just wants us to. God, I guess somebody has been praying, God, I need to know about the anointing. So you, you, you're drawing something. You're drawing something in me. That's okay. We'll talk about that a little bit. All right. So listen to this. The anointing can evaporate. There's an anointing amen, for everything that God has commissioned us to do. That is an anointing. When God gives you a commission, when God gives you an assignment, when God gives you a call, there's a, a ministry in your life. There's an anointing, amen, that allow you. There's that initial anointing that kickstart the thing. But there's the anointing that will keep that thing going. But that, guess what? When you are built what you need to build based on that anointing, you need to go back to God, amen, to, 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 to re-establish, amen, that vision so that the anointing also can be what? Can, can be recalibrated, if you will, can be redeveloped, amen. You know, I, there's a point I got to when I knew the anointing God placed upon my life, amen. I'd reached that pleroma, reached that in a zenith, amen. And I knew that was the end. And I had to go to God, I had to wait on the law, amen, for several months and pray and seek his face, amen. And you see, when God began to speak to me again and began to give me a new direction of vision, then the anointing start changing because the anointing works with the vision, all right. The anointing is not going to function where amen the the, the, the the vision is contrary the vision can be good but the anointing has not been designed for that so the anointing is a tailor-made suit that you wear for an office 
The anointing is a tailor-made suit that you wear for an office. They, they, they have to tailor-dress that anointing. All right, You can't go to Woolworth. You can't go to Edgar. You can't go to some shop, shop and just get yourself, you know, a, a suit, you know, dress and wear it, you know, because everybody can go to some, it's got, got some man of God say, pray for me, I need your anointing. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. The anointing, amen, is tagged with a divine label of your assignment. The anointing carries, hallelujah, a unique function. Even with that, listen to this, if you don't understand that function and you're not tracking in the spirit and the revelation of that function, the anointing is not going to work in its maximum capacity. And if the anointing begins to work in its maximum capacity and the anointing has allowed you to achieve what you need to achieve for the season and you don't go back to God and you continue to try to maintain that anointing in that finished work of the anointing, you begin to die. That thing begins to die. You've got to understand this. That's why the anointing is not enough. The anointing is good to help you to advance, amen, to track the things of God, to do, amen, things that naturally, normally, you will not be able to do. You know, sometimes when I come and speak, I just knew that I'm not the one speaking. Because it's the anointing. That's why I cannot trade what I'm doing for something else. You see, you see, how do you know that God has called you into something? When the anointing plays a, a, an, you know, an emblem, plays a mark upon your life, that you yourself can see the mark. You yourself, you know, wow, no, this is not me. This cannot be me. Yes, that's, that's one way. You understand? You know that God is in what you're doing because the anointing will speak for you. He said, he said, he said, he said, when you get before the, the leaders, you will not need to bother, amen, about what to speak. God said, I will put my word in your mouth and you will speak. Now that's the anointing. That's the anointing. God said, I will put my word. Now that word, that word God puts in your mouth, you know, makes demand on the anointing that is already, that, that is already resident in you. Yes, there's a rest. The, the anointing is a resident, you know, a presence of God. But guess what? That's different from the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The anointing does not rep replace the Holy Spirit. The anointing does not replace the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there, amen, for you to relate with, for you to track with, for you to walk with, amen. The Holy Spirit, you develop a relationship with and the more you grow and develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit guess what and you walk in obedience based on the call of God upon your life the, the anointing increases the anointing grows the anointing develop amen but guess what you start living your life outside the directions and the, the dictates of the Holy Spirit the anointing also start down because the anointing is sustained by the Holy Spirit remember the, the anointing is given to you for a specific so if you want to know the kind of anointing upon your life track find what you've been called to do discover your purpose once you discover your purpose now begin to pray for the anointing for that purpose amen to become visible to become a reality all right the more you start praying in regarding that that you know that area of life maybe you're calling to the into the field of you know a uh, 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 um, business the business world all right you, you're called to you know to function your your office is in the marketplace i, I don't have a marketplace ministry amen my, my ministry is to train empower embolden amen those in the marketplace and and those in ministry those in leadership that's my that's my call we resource people all right. But there are people that are called to function there, like Joshua. Joshua was called to, to battle, to battle down. Hallelujah. But Moses anointed. Have you noticed that Moses never fought one battle? But he's the one that resource, amen, is generous. Amen. Do you notice that Moses never for one day built the temple? Moses never for one day, you know, start putting bricks together. No, but God gave Moses, amen, the what? The sight, the vision, the capacity. He had that ability 
ability to see things, amen, it must be done in accordance to the, the blueprint. So Moses must know how to choose people. Moses must know. Moses must know how to choose people. Father, thank you. <laughs> Lord, I just stand in awe of you. You're, you're worthy. Moses must know how to, you see, now, now this is me. This is my anointing. This is my anointing speaking. I can track that. I can see that. You see, Moses must know how to track and trace and locate. Moses must know how to choose people. Have you noticed that the first thing they did after they called Moses, amen, was to call somebody that would track with him, his brother, amen, Aaron, yes. Have you noticed that the, the rod, amen, that Moses had, amen, used to be owned by Aaron? Yes, that is Moses for you. You've got to understand the leadership, amen, of Moses. You've got to understand how Moses walked with, with, with leadership. There are all types of leadership. When you want to study leadership, you study study Moses alright so yes Moses he, he, he never built but God will give him the blueprint he's always at the mountain and we've got to be able to recognize that kind of leadership because listen to this if there's no Moses going to the mountain to see to understand the, the voice of God the ways of God to give us the, the demand of God we don't know what to do in a generation we don't know how to move we may have zeal we may have grace we may even have an anointing but we don't know how to channel the anointing so Moses will, will connect to a Bezalian and based on the leadership anointing amen, upon the life of Moses you know giving Bezalian direction of the blueprint of what God wants, amen, to be built in the temple, Bezalian, hallelujah, begins to walk in that spirit of craftsmanship. It's the same anointing, hallelujah, that will function in the life of somebody like Joshua, amen, who is struck, who's walked with Moses. That to, to a day, a day comes that Joshua now can become a warrior, fighter. He becomes amen, a general, hallelujah, in the army of Moses. Yet, Moses never carry a sword. Now we're getting this. How do we how, how do I go back to <laughs> awesome Lord you're awesome all right that's that about the anointing but but Bible says Moses led amen Israel from the Red Sea and went through the desert of Shaw for three days they travel in the desert without finding water for three days I guess that's what led us into all this. But I, like I was sharing, the Lord allowed all that because, because God wanted his people to learn character through their need. You see, we can learn, we can develop character through our needs so that the day we are brought into abundance, we don't squander it. And we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, forget God because now we have that's a problem we have today in the body of Christ that we've neglected God that no one long no no one travels the journey the road amen uh, uh, to, 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 to Zion again because now we have abundance now we have so much because our ideology of tracking God is to get something from him <clears throat> That is an ideology. That's a philosophy that is that is cute, that is you know incorrect, and that has brought us a lot of pain in the church. That we don't track God, we don't follow God for what to get. Amen. We, we, that even after we have, you know, the difference between the prodigal son and the son in the house. When the son in the house, all right, <clears throat> began to complain because indeed he's going to complain. You should complain. My daddy, I've been with you all these years. 
you, you never killed any cow amen to you know from for me to celebrate with my friend this your son this prodigal son <laughs> you know who 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 took advantage of his of his right of his position as a prince all right and squandered everything that 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 that, that belonged you know to him and he came back home and you killed a, a cow. You, 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 you undressed him. You redressed him. You gave him the ring, the signet ring of authority again. I don't understand this, Father. You should not reward, you know, this kind of ungodly attitude. This is what amen, this older child, amen, this older son, amen, is, you know, is discussing with his father. You shouldn't reward his disobedience. His father said, you don't understand. And that's maturity. Well, next year, hopefully, when we're talking about, you know, our school of leadership, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be looking into this concept. We've got to understand this concept of leadership. All right. Now, what the father said, listen to what the father said to him. He said, my son, don't you understand that all that I have belongs to you? This, your brother, was once dead. Now he's alive. <laughs> He was once dead, but now he's alive. But you, you're always with me, and all that I have belongs to you. In other words, if you, if you, if you had asked me that you want, uh, you know, a, a fattening cow, I would have given it to you. But you never asked. One, that's your mistake. Secondly, don't compare yourself with your brother. He's a son in the house, but the kind of position of his sonship is different from your position of sonship. Because even in sonship, for those who are teaching sonship in the apostolic, even in sonship, listen to this, there are still preference based on our level of obedience, based on our level of submission. You know, you can have three sons. All right? And you love all your children together. But I can assure you there is one that you love specially. Not because you love that child eh, because he looks so well, looks, he looks more like you. No, because that child always think of you first. Always ask, Daddy, what do you want? Do you need me to do something for you? That child, amen, cares for you. That child will go, amen, out of, you know, his or her way, amen, to, to, to make sure that you're fine, you're okay. The child will never, you know, a, 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 a squeeze his face when you say, please get me water or get me something or get something done. That child somehow has proven to be to be to be responsible. So you want to amen, commit amen, the treasure, the blessings of the house into his hand because you know that this child amen, is, is committed. Even though he may not even be the firstborn. But you can see that this child, amen, has got leadership. This child has got something about commitment, about faithfulness, amen, about love, about empathy, amen. This child is, 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 is got that spirit of leadership. Though he's a son, but there's something about that child, amen, that is different. And you honor that. You celebrate that. That doesn't mean that you don't love the rest of your children. You do, you do love your children. But guess what? The father said, all that I have. In other words, this inheritance belongs to you. When I die tomorrow, you are going to take my place. You are going to be in charge. So don't judge your brother because of the things he wears, he has. Amen. And that's a problem we have in the church. There are some people God has blessed them. That their blessing does not mean that they have, listen to this, they have a status, a place in the presence of the father. 
You understand what I'm talking about? It doesn't mean that they have a status, that they have a position of reverence, of honor before the Father. No. They will, they will, they will, they will, they will exhibit, they will use, amen, their, their, their position of sonship. And that's what I've seen, particularly when I came to South Africa and hear people, all these apostles talk about sonship. Sonship is like, it's like a privilege to, to get something. It's like a privilege to become something. Come on, it's no privilege. This is a this is a privilege, amen, to serve the Father, to, 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 to be at his beck and call, amen, to honor him. So that in due season you will reap if you do not if you do not faint. As a scripture we looked at yesterday in Galatians 6 9. Friends, we, we, we need to hear and see and understand what the Father is saying to us. So God, God, God raised the Moses that will lead the children of Israel, all right? Because we're coming to a land, amen, called the land of promise. But before we get to the land of promise, there will be many journeys. There will be many seasons, amen, of traveling. There will be many transitions in our life that we have to, we have to go through, amen, to become mature. So that in the day when you, when you are ready to step into your inheritance, you are ready, you are prepared, hallelujah. Not the inheritance move you, hallelujah. Your eyes is on the Lord, amen. You're, you're not worshiping what you have come into, but you're worshiping him who has brought you into this moment, into this reality, into this season. And when you get to that point, you don't look at the things that you have to face, amen, and, 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 and give up and say, well, I didn't know there are giants in the land. No, you've been prepared. Have you noticed ever since the day that Moses, excuse me, that David began to kill lions and bear, there's been that, you know, upward development of his spiritual capacity in terms of engagement, in terms of defending and warfare. You understand? But this guy began, amen, from killing lions and bear was his foundation. It was it was easy for him to then advance into fighting, amen, a, 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 you know, a giant by the name Goliath. Come on. Are you getting this, friends? Yes. It was easy for him to face Goliath. It was easy for him from Goliath, amen, to step into the next dimension, amen, of, of, of fighting the Philistine. Listen to this. There are several times that David had to fight all kinds of Philistine. The first Philistine, in fact, it's like the battle of David was focused more on the, on the land of Philistine because the land of Philistine, listen to this, they are the worst stone in the flesh to the nation of Israel. And do you know the term Philistine actually means flesh? <laughs> do you know the term Philistine amen, actually means flesh? So when you're fighting the Philistine, you're actually fighting the flesh. And it's going to take a David. It's going to take one who, who has the heart of God. It's going to take one amen, who has amen, the ability to connect with the heart of God. Not with just his hand. Not with just his face. It's going to take a David who has amen, a he said, I found one whose, whose heart is after me. It's going to take one amen, whose heart is after God to fight and overcome the Philistine. Or else, because listen to this, the Philistine are the definition of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. They will finish you. That's why a soul cannot fight a Philistine because he himself is soulish. You cannot have a soulish, soulish kind of you know, leader in place. The Bible says all, all the men of Israel are with Saul. No, therefore, no one could stand out to face this giant of a beast called Goliath of God, except one that is not with him, that's not been captured amen, by, by Saul. And that was David. 
he was the last hope amen of, of, of freedom for the people of God so so it was occasion and that's listen to this as I round up this morning hopefully with this concept listen to this occasion occasion you know prepare David for what the anointing had already prepared him for oh I love this Lord occasion you see sometimes when they send you with cheese and bread listen friends it's not the cheese and bread God is not God is not interested in cheese and bread is interested in using that occasion to showcase the anointing amen in you to challenge that's why you need character because when they send imagine a child that is rebellious that is disobedient the father say hey my son Take this cheese and bread and go give it to your brother at the backside. And the guy begins to say, No, but this is my brother, they don't like me. Every time I come around, then they always complain, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to, Father, no, you go look for somebody else to do that. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to stay with the sheep. He had defied his day, amen, of his prophetic call. Is you see, you see why character, the, the concept of building character, the concept of God allowing you to go through certain things will bring you to he learned obedience by the things he suffered. You see, suffering will bring you to the place of obedience. I mean, of my life, I've learned to do things that many men of God will never do. I've learned to serve in places that people don't even know who I am. Until today, that's who I am. When you see me, I'm on assuming. I'm, I can assure you, many of you, if you come to my house and see me the way I live, you will never believe it's the same Isaiah Phillips. You see, because I understand. I understand what maintains my anointing. It takes humility. If you listen to this, and humility is not just you trying to be humble. No, it's you doing things that will humble you. You have to do things that will humble you. You have to live among the people like an ordinary person and let the anointing showcase you. Amen. Listen to this. It's it's God that calls for the anointing. It's not you. When, when the time comes for that anointing in you to show out, occasion will prepare you and they will send you. <laughs> they will send you. And when they send you, listen to this, when they send you, you have to, you have, to have the right attitude. You have to have, you, you, don't, you don't want to go. Is it? When they send you, you say, so how much, how much am I going to get? So how much are you paying? You know, somebody, a lady spoke to my wife. She, 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 this lady heard about me. That okay, that this 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 man, this this a prophet, this prophet, you know, people are hearing all kinds of things. So this lady said to my wife, I, I was told that your husband is a prophet and he can pray for people. He can, he can, he, does he do deliverance? My wife said yes. So he said, please, can you ask him how much is he going to charge? <laughs> and my wife was telling me this yesterday night, and I'm and I'm I'm just laughing. I say, you see, you see, you see this world, you see what the church has done. You want to pray for somebody who is in need. And the first thing you're thinking of is how to charge that person. I don't charge people. I don't charge money. That doesn't mean that when I come to your church, amen, to minister, you take me for granted. Because that's the extreme that I've seen also in South Africa that I've been to preach in certain churches. You spend three days in the church, amen. You preach and preach your heart out. The people give you 500 or they give you 1,000 rand. Is that for transportation or for my tea? You see, that's the extreme. The fact that people know that yes, you you will you will not you 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 won't put a burden on the people. Then they take that, amen. They take you for granted and they see that as an advantage, amen. To you know to to use you 
and that's an abuse of the grace of God. Because listen to this, 500 is not even going to pay my, 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 my transport. And this same, some of these people, they will fly other people down to that place. But Isaiah will say, no, I don't need to fly down. I, just, I can just take a, you know, a bus and just get to where I'm going. You see, so so we need to have a balanced understanding, amen, of what the Spirit of God is saying. Don't take a prophet for granted, but listen to this. Prophet, don't you also take the people, hallelujah, for granted. Let's live in the day where we honor the grace and the gift of God, but let's also understand, hallelujah, who we are honoring. I said, let a woman come. I don't need to charge her. I don't charge. I've never charged. I will now, I don't think I will ever charge. All right. We imagine I've got people who can who can support our material. That's what we are looking for. I mean, we're writing. We to, next year we want to bring out more materials, and we're still giving this thing off, amen, for free. Let, guess guess what? Sometimes when I'm writing in a day, it might take me eight hours sitting just writing. Eight hours sometimes in a day. Maybe then I just have a break, few breaks. But now that the children, of course, are on holiday, I can't do that. But guess what? I still have time to write. I still do the things. I mean, I'm preaching. I'm preaching here. And so all that, somebody needs to reward, amen, that good effort. That's what we're talking about. And I thank God for those people, amen, who recognize the grace and I say, ah, we, we thank God for your life. We sow this seed into your life. Thank God for that. But we, we can do more. We can do more. And I'm not a beggar. I don't beg when it comes to the things of the Spirit. But I don't charge the people and I don't take advantage. So if you're watching me and you take advantage of the people, you charge people, stop it. Because that thing is going to kill the anointing of God. There are characters in us that can kill the anointing. And there are attitudes in us that can enhance the, the anointing. There are value systems that can enhance the anointing. I keep talking about the anointing. I guess somebody needs to hear this. Amen. Maybe God is calling you to a ministry. A ministry does not mean behind pulpit. Ministry can be amen, in the boardroom. Come on, ministry can be, amen, amen, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, functioning in some, you know, uh, you know, governmental institution, whatever it is, it's a ministry, but you're having this anointing, you're having this capacity, hallelujah, you can engage, yes, that no, when the sharks come, come on, they see the, the glory of God in your life, they succumb. People want, people want to speak in the boardroom, everybody's going crazy with their brain. No, go there with the anointing of God, it will submit to you. <laughs> Is that not what happened? Joseph, yes. With all the people in Egypt, with all the, you know, brainies in Egypt, with all the magicians, the philosophers, nobody could challenge the authority, the leadership, and the spirit of God, amen, in Joseph, in Daniel, in Ruth. The queen of Sheba came, hallelujah. She could not just track this man called Solomon. There's something about the wisdom of Solomon that caused this woman to, to just bow the knees, the most powerful queen in our time. Friends, it's the anointing. I keep coming back to the anointing. So, well, kudos to you. You finally got your message on the anointing. Well, when it happens, please don't forget me in your paradise. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm going to close here this morning friends uh, so that we you know tomorrow we're going to continue on this point i just feel i've done what i need to do this morning somebody needed to hear about the anointing i want to talk about prayer but well god said somebody's been praying this person need to hear about this now you have it father we honor your name this morning we bless your name we give you glory Ah, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to connect with you in the spirit and to be able to listen and follow the direction 
of, of, of your voice. Thank you, Father, this morning. I bless your name. I thank you for that person, oh God. Yes, there must be somebody out there who needed to hear what we've declared this morning. So I pray for this person, whoever you are, I decree and declare that you will continue to grow and develop, yes, in the wisdom of God for your life so that the anointing, yes, will continue to to. To, to, to grow take time to pray take time to fast you can do it two two three days i'm hoping to take some three days to fast hopefully between now and next week all right I need to do that. I always do that, you know, towards the end of the year, just to get my heart and my mind aligned to what God, amen, will be leading us into in the next coming, you know, uh, season. It's not a tradition, but it's something that I've loved to do. And it has really helped me because uh, I feel we need to do that, particularly now that this is a time that people are going to be doing a lot of eating. When people start eating, that's time you need to eat less if you want to hear God and if you want to lead, amen, the, the, the people of God. It's called sacrifice. You understand? That's sacrifice. That's the principle of sacrifice. In a day, where people are eating and they're eating if you decide all right to within that to to spend one day you know for god and just focus and and fast you see that's sacrifice that's a power of sacrifice sacrifice is not doing it when it's easy it's doing it when it's not easy when it's not convenient so father we thank you we bless your name that you continue to guide and direct our heart oh god that we will not be captured oh god by by by, by the appetite of the day no father we live our life in the honor and in the directions of your spirit thank you this morning father we ask you lead us guide us guide us teach us instruct us oh god continue to minister life to us thank you lord for that person oh god who you have spoken to you've ministered to this morning in, in, in relating to anointing and in relating to that which we're dealing with we're talking about how moses led them Yes, to, to, to that place beyond, beyond, beyond Mara to Elim. Father, we thank you that Moses led the, the children of Israel through the Red Sea. Yes, and they went through the desert of Sean. The three days, they traveled without water. They traveled, they traveled without water. We thank you. We thank you that you're bringing us to the place of water. It's called Elim. Yes, Elim. We're coming to Elim. Yes, we're coming to Elim. The place with 12 springs. 12 springs. Yes, 12 springs and seven palm trees. Yes, and there we're going to camp. And you've spoken to us regarding this. And we thank you that your spirit is illuminating us. You're empowering us. You continue to endow us with grace. Thank you, Father, for this brand new day. We honor you, Father, as we continue to step into this new day. We thank you that your spirit will lead us and teach us and instruct us. I pray for my brethren. I pray for all the men of God that are watching me, Father, and endow them a fresh candabayado with an anointing, O oh God, that will cause them to break the barriers and the limitations, O oh God, that, that has been built through that which, yes, they have done in the past. Let a new day, let a new day, O oh God, yes, be proclaim and be declared upon their life so that they can step into a further reality of this anointing there's an anointing that is an anointing and it cost that anointing cost us when we look at the process when we look at the the the, the, the elements that were used in the making of the anointing halabashan the the the, the galbanums and and all this oil that are all mixed together and you say when you make this anointing it must not be duplicated that's the point friends it must not be duplicated. You can't duplicate the anointing. And so, Father, we thank you. We thank you. In fact, the, 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 all the ingredients that were used in the making of the anointing for the altar in the temple, nobody knew what it was. They gave us, they gave us yes, the, 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 
the elements that they told us about it but he said it cannot be reproduced it must not be reproduced judgment is placed on anyone that reproduced that oil that reproduced that anointing so we thank you we're learning something maybe lord you want us to talk about the anointing next year we'll talk about it still so much to learn we're still learning but i just thank you thank you father for the anointing upon my life the anointing to pray to hear to see to know to understand to lead the people Thank you for your grace upon my life. Thank you for the anointing upon this ministry. Thank you for the anointing upon the life of my brethren. Oh God, I just thank you. Yes, I feel, I feel that anointing. You can feel the anointing. It comes on you. You feel it. it, it sometimes it's like a, it's like that child that that kicks, it kicks, it kicks. Something, it tells you something is alive on the inside. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, honor and glory to you, Father. We bless you, Father. Give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, friends, this morning for connecting with us. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. I believe this morning once again that we, the Spirit of the Lord has helped us, yes, to hit the bullseye. All right. You want to listen to, pray for me that I should be able to, you know, uh, upload this recording so you can download them. You can listen to them. I tell you, when you listen to this without watching me, you get more. I can assure you of that. When you listen to this without watching me, you're going to get more. So I, I hope, hopefully, I'll try, all right? Between now and 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, you should have this on my, on my timeline, all right? Let's pray that it works, all right? So you can listen to it again and again. But thank you, everyone. Thank you, my dear sister, Sister Miriam. Thank you for connecting, Sister Tina. Amen. Sister Louise, thank you for connecting. Amen. Thank you, Aurora. Thank you. I appreciate it. God bless you too. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Yes. Oh, Reverend Roy. Thank you, sir. It's been a while. Thank you for connecting this morning, Reverend Roy. Amen. I didn't know you were from Tanzania. I've always loved to meet people from Tanzania. I wonder why I thought you were from Kenya. You know, Reverend Roy. Wow. All right. You are my brother from Tanzania. Okay. Praise God. Thank you so much, sir. Amen. Uh, uh, we will certainly connect again, Reverend Roy. Nice to have you again. Amen. Man of God, uh, Pastor Diwali, thank you, sir, for connecting this morning. I really do appreciate it. I'm so honored to have men of God. You know, I mean, it takes it takes grace, I guess. It takes the anointing for men of God to connect to another man of God to want to listen. I tell you, that, that, that's that's grace. And I recognize, amen, that, 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 that honor. And I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, my dear sister Tina. Thank you, Pastor Akin. Amen. Alavi. Amen. I appreciate you, sir. Amen. Thank you for connecting. And my dear brother, amen. Brother that we've, we've connected in the spirit. Amen. Brother Shine. Thank you. Brother Shane. Amen. I've got a brother Shine. Amen. In UK. Sorry. I've got a friend of mine called Shine in UK. Amen. Brother Shane Smith. Thank you. Thank you for connecting. Amen. In fact, you sent me a message this morning. I still need to check it. Thank you so much, everyone, for connecting this morning. And those that are listening or will be listening later on, amen, on the podcast. Uh, platform thank you all may god continue to release his grace and his anointing upon our life in obedience as we walk i guess that's the heart of what the lord has spoken to us this morning enjoy the rest of your day bye-bye